0: The views and opinions expressed by the guests on the following program do not necessarily represent those of Mark
1: Radio, The Shepherd, or its advertisers. From the studios of The Shepherd Radio Network, it's Afternoons with Mike. This next hour is all about our walk with
0: Jesus with local pastors, newsmakers, people who are making a difference for the gospel. Now, here is your host, Mike Gilland. Welcome back to another week of programming here on Afternoons with Mike. Such a joy to be with you and on the line with me, my good friend in Gainesville. Noah Wilbanks has been serving up there for uh, about, I guess, getting close to five years now, right? Noah, it's getting close Uh, to that.
1: Yeah, getting close. Actually, four years. December makes four years. It seems Uh like five.
0: (laughs) Okay. All right. So Noah moved Uh, up there about the same time I moved back uh, to Orlando. And Noah is leading the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in North Central Florida. And along with that, he does a lot of work with coaches. Of course, they have their huddles going on in schools, high schools, and, uh, and other schools as well, colleges. And then they've got this big thing, and Noah started it a couple of years back called the Fall Kickoff Classic. And boy, this year, it's bigger than ever. So officially, welcome back, Noah Wilbanks
1: hey, Mike, thanks for having me. Uh, what a blessing. Super excited. And it's great to talk to you again, Mike, hear your voice and and talk about this great event. Praise the Lord.
0: It is a wonderful thing. And I know that you've shared your testimony on our program before, but listeners uh, come and go, and we've got some additional listeners now. And I'd love for them to hear just a little bit of your story, Noah, before we talk about this big event and the special guest, Coach Steve Spurrier, that's going to be with you in August. And uh, we're going to be up there ourselves with that night. And uh, But tell us a little bit about your own story and how it is that you came to know the Lord.
1: Oh, yeah, sure. No problem. Born and raised in West Palm and just a real, real rough time there. And when I was about 15, my dad was suffering from cancer and lost his job. And my uncle was an Air Force uh, pilot down in uh, Homestead, Florida. And uh, we went down there and um, just to have an opportunity. I wasn't allowed to go to school. I, we were so poor. I had to work, do homeschool. And um, so I worked out in the fields and my work was on the table four or five o'clock every afternoon with a big glass of je- a big glass of milk and a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Did that for two years. I felt like a hermit. And I saw my dad die and my mom sat down and, and said, you know, the only way out for you would be a football scholarship or military. And, and I, I respected my uncle's, you know, being a pilot and the other one was an engineer. But I th- really felt I could I could play football and get a way out. So went down to the local high school and asked the coach to give me an opportunity. He freaked out. He said, Where'd you come from? I said, I come from the fields. And he said, um, are you taking any performance enhancing drugs? I said, Coach, I barely have money for a sandwich. He's, and the other coach said, Hey, this, this young man's for real. And uh, he said, If you can pass this entry exam, you can you can play for me, you know, I'm gonna give you a shot and I did by the grace and the the, miracle from the Lord. I passed that exam, Mike, and God had a plan. And I had two really good years at South Dade High School down in Miami, Florida, and got a football scholarship, went to Carson Newman uh, University and Mm -hmm. uh, played played for some wonderful Christian men. I didn't know the Lord, but I always felt the Lord when I would train in my heart and knew he had a a big plan. And those guys were telling me that God loved me and had a plan for me. And i would never heard that before, you know, and. Had one receivers coach used to be the chaplain over that Baylor come in my room every week and sitting used to tell me that God had a wonderful plan for my life and we would do a Bible study and I, I couldn't understand the scriptures you know it's just I knew he was I knew he was Lord and you know in my heart and um, so I just went through the process there were good seeds planted I came home my sophomore year was starting and uh, my dad got on crack cocaine it was horrible and he was you know, in, in the garage crying. And I was very upset, Mike, you know, I was just wanted him to go inside and take care of his responsibilities and take care of my mother. And that wasn't happening. So it was really, really a tough time. And so I went back to college and, um, actually that year or the next year, my truck got repoed. We were evicted out of probably six homes. My bed was on the grass, maybe six different times. I remember my friend taking me home and, seeing that pet on the grass, and he's like, man, Banks, this this needs to stop, man. I said, hey. So it was really a survival mode, just some really, really tough times, some soul-searching times. And I, uh, you know, went to, uh, had a really, really good senior year, and um, we went 15 no, number one defense in the nation. You know, I was able to play. Uh, that was probably my best year of football, and got called up to the Toronto Argonauts, didn't make it and had my degree, went back home, and, and, you know, my high school coach loved me. He tried to adopt me, and you know, I was one of his seven pallbearers from seven different generations, and um, he said, well, why don't you be the, you probably, be, you could be a, the head football coach here. You just, well, the problem is, is I need to get drug tested and fingerprinted, and, you know, it takes six months to do that before you start working with kids, you know, and so I ended up in, uh, we were losing our house again. I said, I can't let that happen. I'm home. I'm not playing football anymore, and ended up in the nightclubs down in Miami beach, probably the biggest one in Miami beach. And boy, that was a deep, dark dungeon. Mike. Oh
0: my goodness. Yeah. It,
1: it horrible. You know, and I remember that, you know, I didn't know the Lord. So most of my foot, all my identity was wrapped up in football, you know, as you know, go get the 12 tackles in the sack and, you know, your identities really mine was, was found through performance. So I didn't really know who I was, but I was so empty, but you know, all those seeds that were planted began to come loose and, You know, there's a young lady who was my girlfriend at the time. And I said, I'm going to go home, make a big, the biggest decision of my life. And you're probably not going to want to be a part of that, you know, with that lifestyle, you know, that we're living. And, you know, it was about three in the morning. I just felt the Lord said, this is not my plan for your life. The sirens are going off. And it was, you know, I felt like Joan in the belly of the whale. I literally felt like I was in the belly of the whale. And and, uh, I went home. And um, when my dad went to prison, he left a track from Oral Roberts. And I read that track and it said that I was born a sinner and that I needed a savior and I needed God. And there was heaven and hell and Jesus was real. And everything came to life. Then the pages were flipping like a movie. And I just got on my knees and I said, Lord, I'm going to serve you the rest of my life. Whatever life I've got left, it's yours. You know, my knee surgeries, concussions, all everything. Everything I got is yours. Whatever I got left, have your way. and I. Repented and asked the Lord Jesus to enter my heart, and I got born again that night in March of 1999, and it's been a wonderful journey. Um, I knew something had changed, because when I opened the Bible the next day and began to go to church, I understood the scriptures, you know, and it was like the scales (laughs) fell off my eyes. You know, Mike, the problems were still there, but it was a different, you know, it talks about that peace that surpasses all understanding. Well, that was in me. I had that, and I've never had that, you know, and and. And I began, you know, the Lord began to build me up and grow me and his son, Jesus, and his spirit. And and um, then, you know, once I began to begin get built up, I wanted to help kids like me that had no daddies, their dads that were in prisons and were great athletes. And I didn't know. I started going to two local high schools, mine and another one, and they embraced it. And I said, hey, we did this thing and called FCA in college. And I had, before you know it, I had 120 kids every week you know, and, and chapel service from two different rival schools. It was amazing. <laughs> and uh, there was a director down there for FCA in Miami, Florida. And he said, Hey, I need to meet with you. And I apologize. They felt terrible. I said, man, I'm doing things in the name of God. None of this banner of FCA. And I've got, you know, 120 kids. Plus a can't. And he said, no, you don't need to apologize. I'm offering you a job. You know? And I said, really, I said, I'm going to do this regardless. This is my story. And this is, you know, how the Lord's using me. And, I teach during the day and take an extra couple hours a week and, um, you know, I ended up going part-time, full-time, and then uh, became a college football chaplain for six years, became the area director, became the regional director. I never looked back. You know, I've been with FCA 18 years in five different positions and met my wife, Lee. She's a sweetheart. We're a missionary couple and got two lovely boys, strong boys, 10-year-old Isaac, the youngest one, Sammy. Seven years old, and yeah, we've been serving the Lord, and we came up here four years ago. There was an opportunity. The gentleman retired here, and uh, wonderful man, Don Malden.
0: Oh, I know Don so yeah. well. Yeah,
1: yeah. And we felt the Lord calls us here. It was a startup project, you know. It was just uh, there were some good things here, but there was a lot of room to grow. You know, we felt that we could use what the Lord has entrusted us to, to you know, to advance His kingdom. And boy, was it right? Was it the right choice, Mike? It
0: was, it was the was, right choice, Noah. Yeah. You know yeah. why I love your story so much is because I think so many people can relate to it and think about things that um, that can you know happen to you yeah. that that have happened to either people in their family or people that they know, and this yeah. this what would look like a hopeless situation for a yes, young sir. man. I mean that's what it would look like, and I, I'm sure there were a lot of. A lot of times that you wondered exactly what was going to happen. But before you came to know the Lord, you mentioned something in your story I wanted to go back to for just a moment. Sure. You said you had sure. a sense in the back, kind of way off in the background, that God had a plan for you or that there was a God. Uh, that, that was something that was real. Even though you weren't living for the Lord, you still had some sort of awareness about mm-hmm. God, right?
1: Absolutely. I remember running those Levy Hills, you know, down there and and I felt, I, I mean, I felt the presence of the Lord, but I didn't understand, you know, there was that breaking point that didn't, just didn't happen in my life at that time. So it was a painful process, but I did feel the presence, you know, like I knew, I felt like God created me to, you know, for his, his purpose and his will. And I didn't know how to wrap it up or tie it together. You know, I just continued to do my own thing. And, you know, that was a painful process, but I did feel that awareness and call even you know leading up to that day in March of 1999 and you know there's many miracles even today you know to get to this point and it really makes you humble and grateful it keeps you in the right position really you know spiritually and i remember my sophomore year when they repoed my truck and my cousin was living with us at the time and he was having a real rough time situation so he's back in the back room and he's working at the Taco Bell and all he had all he owned was that Camaro he had a Camaro, a '77 Camaro, and he saw my truck go out the door, and he he said, "Man, you work too hard." It was the first time like, I've ever saw generosity in my life. And as my truck went out the window, I said, "I'm going to be late for camp. Everything, you know, I I may not make it. You know, is this it for me? You know, those questions are going through my mind." And there's a we we're on this big wooden table, and he threw those keys at me. It was like slow motion, and he and I caught the keys, and he said, "You got to get in that car and go." And that was all he owned. It was the first time I've ever saw generosity. Mm-hmm. And I saw it from my cousin who didn't have, you know, didn't have anything. And it was amazing because I, and I got to college obviously through that process, but he leads one of the biggest churches in Iowa and, and he has me preach at his church when I go up there to see my wife. <laughs> That's it's great. So and the said, Lord blessed was,
0: him as well, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you know what I said? No matter what, I get to tell this story. I've always wanted to tell this story and it gives me a chance to brag on you and your heart, you know, so That's that was so cool. great. So, many sideboard uh, sides, side stories to that, but that was the, you know, the overview of how I came to the Lord.
0: Yeah. I just think it's a wonderful story and thank you for sharing that. And it is so encouraging to hear that, you know, again, something that seems so beneath the odds and we hear yeah. those odds from time to time. I mean, let's face it, not every young man that wants to play football, Uh, obviously can play football, and you were able to do that, and not only able to play, you were able to make the team under even those circumstances, and God blessed you because that was part of his plan for you. And I Uh think that's that's really the the name of the game. What has God planned? And you mentioned, I think you were referring to Jeremiah 29 uh, earlier when you said, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future. And man, that's exactly what God was doing. Even before you called out to him, he was calling out to you and letting you know in your own heart when you were running those hills, like you said, that there was a God who cared about you.
1: Yeah. He chose, he chooses us. Amen. And then, you know, he gives us the opportunity to respond you know, we don't deserve any of it, The praise the Lord, we got it. So, but yeah, absolutely. I remember training as a, you know, and lifting weights, and oh, God, I was so inspiring, you know, and I just something, you know, it's like God puts that under your chest bone, you know, that purpose, and, you know, didn't understand it till later in life, but He absolutely, there's no question about it. It, it was there, the Lord was with me despite myself. He was still with me, you know, during those times. and. Um, it's great. I love to tell the story, you know, and it's even says in revelations, they overcame by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. That's right. time we get a chance to tell our story it's it's powerful and somebody benefits from it so thanks for the opportunity mike
0: well you've got it my friend and i've heard it uh, probably 3 or 4 times and i mm-hmm. love it every time i hear it because yeah. it reminds me of the goodness of our god and and yeah. that uh, we've got just about a f- no, 4 minutes or so before this next our first break and but, yeah. if you could tell us a little bit about this idea that you had a couple of years back about this kickoff classic event And getting the people involved in Gainesville, like Sonny's and how all of that worked out. Tell us about that.
1: Well, I had a, you know, the vision was we're going to have two strategic events in, in Gainesville and this in Alachua. One would be, we're going to do our banquet and we're going to honor all the kids, the young men and young women that do it right. And they're going to be our champions and we're going to honor them. You know, and they, they, they're going to carry, you know, they're going to be identified by their peers and their coaches and, and distribute the core values: excellence, teamwork, serving, and integrity. And then I thought about the fall, you know, a Billy Graham "Come as You Are" event, right? That church was for the sick, right? That's and, right. And you know, the statistics are hor- are really alarming. You know, you got 90 plus plus 90 percent of your young men and women that are not attending church. You know, they're not church. They're not going to church. They're not walking through the doors. And I said, how could we create a, an outreach through the banner of FCA, through faith and sport? and bring them in to hear a clear, unadulterated gospel message by an anointed speaker of choice and feed their bellies sunny barbecue. You know, and so partner, you know, I began I just casted that vision in front of Sonny's barbecue, their ownership, you know, their leadership for the region. And they loved it. They absolutely loved it. They said, oh wow. You know, it was beautiful to hear their ownership said, you know, God didn't give us these this business just to make barbecue sandwiches. And it was beautiful, you know, to see the alignment between the community, and and then they saw the vision, and then then I be, you know, my first year, building just building relationships with coaches, and you know, watching God give us favor and open those doors, and and then casting that vision with that leadership, and then we held our first one three years ago mm-hmm. over there at uh, Anthem. Yes. And we outgrew it in one year, but it was beautiful. We brought in old Frank Renoso, and he did a wonderful job. With
0: <laughs> I love Adam. Frank.
1: Yeah. You know, we were kind of in that COVID era. It was weird, but there's still 423 kids that walked through those tours. And it was beautiful. And then, you know, so the coaches are buying in. And they said, listen, that's on our calendar. moving forward." They loved it because it, you know, not only did they hear a clear gospel, it allowed those coaches to have conversations with those kids. Their young men and young, you know, young women. for weeks after that, you know, so it was just a, a something I, you know, I saw it in Miami go from two, two hundred to twelve hundred in seven years. You know, we're seeing it just grow and grow. There's new schools coming this year: Eastside, Gainesville, Chiefland, Bronson. they will all be there. They weren't there, you know. And uh, I don't know. Last year, and we were at around six hundred. This year, we're close to eight hundred, maybe 750, 720. I, we can't hold it anymore at Westside Baptist. And they've been wonderful too. Both, both Anthem and Westside have been wonderful to be able to host this and see the value in taking lost youth, putting them in the building and letting them hear a clear, unadulterated gospel message. So I commend the churches for, you know, standing with us in this, in this uh, endeavor. And uh, then the follow-up, you know, being able to start ministry and huddles. And we've had some wonderful dynamic speakers and, God has yet blessed this again, you know, and ultimately it'll be His message in the hearts of those coaches and those young men and women.
0: That's tremendous, Noah Wilbanks from FCA in North Central Florida, the Gainesville area. We'll be back with him in a moment. This is Afternoons with Mike. You're on the Shepherd. Pastors and financial leaders, do you need expert accounting or tax help? Do you have payroll or 1099 questions? Do you need a ministry expert to help you acquire real estate for your next project? If the answer is yes, yes, and yes, visit PetraWorldwide.org. Petra Worldwide has been strengthening ministries to transform humanity since 2007. Visit PetraWorldwide.org or call 855-481-9095. Palm Beach Atlantic University, Orlando offers three distinct areas of study My guest today is Noah Wilbanks. Noah is the director of the FCA, the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in North Central Florida. I've been up there for four years now. And this is the third big kickoff classic. I know that uh, Noah did some of these kinds of events when he was down in South Florida working with FCA. But we're so grateful that God uh, allowed Noah, gave him the call to move to the Gainesville area. And to grow this area as he is doing, and now number three coming up with this kickoff classic. You know, no, I was able to be with you at Anthem mm-hmm. Church on that first year, and I'll, I never will forget sitting in the back row after we'd done a bunch of interviews with Frank. And uh, what's the uh, the football player that represents Sonny's? Uh, I'm That's Shannon. Shannon. Is it yeah. Shannon Shell Snell?
1: Uh-huh. No. Shannon
0: Snell. Yeah, Shannon Snell. Okay, that's right. Uh, Shannon was there. And uh, so when the this event started, I'm sitting on the back row with, uh, kind of in between David Barber, who I know is part of the FCA team up there, and also Fred Shore. We were sitting on the back row of, uh, well, one of the back sections, the front row of the back section, watching this as over 400 kids were there. And I remember that night you honored the coaches and you had all the coaches kind of come up and lined. That was very special, man. And, and to see these kids responses to the coaches, that Mm -hmm. in itself was something else.
1: Yeah. Well, we, uh, you know, besides the parent in the home, we feel that the coach is the greatest influencer in today's society. And, you know, hearing my story earlier today, you can see how the Lord used a you know, Christian coaches to, to shape my path, yeah, you know, that, no doubt. Uh, and, you know, they're standing in the gap. They're wearing a lot of hats and whether they want to or not, you know, they're dad to a lot of these kids, especially, you know, under that banner of, you know, they've never seen leadership, you know, even myself, I learned more. I learned a lot between those white lines, adversity, how to work with a team, but, you know, really being under the leadership and having some type of role model, you know, in the form of a coach. And, you know, the Lord has strategically put a lot of his men in those positions. And and obviously, I'm a wonderful, you know, I was a great, uh, I benefited greatly for that. And there's hundreds of thousands across the United States, you know, that are being impacted by the influence of a coach. So your life
0: is a great example of somebody that was influenced greatly by that man.
1: Yeah. So we feel that if we can. Honor them and disciple their hearts. You're not only going to have ministry when it's FCA day, but you're going to have ministry every day. You know, so we call the coaches the tip of the spear. You know, if you're they
0: are really yeah
1: on a local outreach like FCA, um, it's just it's great. You know, and so for those kids to turn around and say, "Wow, these coaches are making calls for me to colleges, or you know, helping me get my insurance, or you know, all the other things they're trying to do besides win games." You know, if you talk to the real good coaches too, Mike, they all say the same thing. My, my vision is to develop young men or young women to be great in life. You know, to be good fathers, wives, husbands. You know, friends. You know, they're they're of course they're trying to win, but they're really trying to develop the person. And um, so that's it's such an instrumental part of the SDA ministry. So we felt that night, or we'll continue to do is, we'll always have a segment in the program where. You know, either we bring them to the stage or they stand up, but we're going to honor those, those uh, uh, male and female coaches of th- uh, that night and allow the kids, you know, to flip it, you know, and allow them to commission, pray, and cheer on, cheer on their leaders.
0: Well, it was uh, such a beautiful thing. You had Shep last year was the speaker, and he really cranked it up. I mean, that guy just uh, came out there and gave the gospel presentation at Westside Baptist for last year's event and oh. and people responded greatly to him, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, we we you know, our or whoever's bringing the gospel, we do the best we can to make sure that we're bringing the best. You know, somebody that's called, you know, to share a clear, powerful gospel message and you know, your one was Frank. He's amazing on you know, how god uses him Your two was Shep. he's amazing obviously his story incredible really both of them and this year rv brown is 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 amazing i mean he's he done a lot of the nfl chapels for years he actually was my chapel my sophomore year in college and had me stand up in front of the team and started prophesying over me in front of the team i was embarrassed but he is amazing he said this man god will use this man in the end days to do great things and i you know everything wanted me to go run and hide in the closet but there I am standing up in front of my team and, you know, and, and out of the blue, he just had me stand up and begin to prophesy. And I, I said, oh, my Lord, how who only God knew that later, years later that, you know, we would be doing ministry together. So that's special in that, in that point. And the gentleman introducing RV. Uh, he led to Christ. He's an athletic director at Buell's will be introducing him before he speaks. How awesome is that?
0: That is amazing. And so I I just have to pause for a second. And for our listeners who may not realize just the scope of what FCA is doing right now, you've got all these colleges and high schools, uh, particularly the high schools that uh, are gathering for this event. And you're talking about now Uh, people that are coaches at towns like Williston and all of the other communities that would be near Gainesville, plus the city high school coaches as well, like Buchholz. And they've got all of these different coaches that are there, and they're all coaching in 2023 in a time where it's so difficult for so many people to even imagine what it's like for a young person to go to school with this woke uh, culture in which we live. And the stuff that they're having to go through, these coaches, they are not letting this this scenario bother them at all. They're just moving right on with their heart and teaching these kids the same principles that you had taught to you when back when you were there. And things are different right now in the culture than they were back then, but sin is still sin. And was sin when you were there, and these guys are just undaunted by this culture, and that's what I appreciate them. I know about them. I know you do too.
1: Oh, no doubt. You know, and here's my encouragement to coaches and kids of, in this in today's age that you you know God knows what He's doing, and you were born for such a time as this. If He wanted you to be born in seventies or the eighties, or He would have done that. You know, you've got to embrace and trust and believe the fact that God has you. That's right, this generation, because the call is for today, you know, and, and there's just different generations and seasons and you've got to embrace and trust that the Lord had you born on this day in this school for such a time. You were born for such a time as this. And and I love that, that, you know, why wouldn't I hear, why is things different? You've got to embrace and trust that the gifts that God's given you is effective for today. And so I, I, I felt, you know, we try to focus on that, you know, from, from leadership out, and then obviously, you know, it's still even in today's woke, broke, crazy, um, you know, broken world. Jesus is still saving souls. God is still saving people, and I think he's just—he's going to extend this as long as he can because he does. It's not his will that anyone would perish, Mike.
0: Yeah, that's you know, right.
1: So that's where you're seeing the extension, right? Is because he's like, you know, it's God. It's not God's will for nobody to not be with, you know, be in heaven with them, right? And, and and not perish and be in eternal darkness. You know, it's God's will that that all would come to the knowledge and revelation that Jesus, you know, and, and receive Jesus as savior, you know? So those are my thoughts. Those are our encouragement. And yes, we deal with technology and different things today, but you know what? When I, you get down to the Bible study and you start teaching that gospel of John, they respond today just like they did 15 years ago. You know, their eyeballs get big. Their hearts explode, tears come, you know, tears come down. For others it's joy, you know, so that word divides that join and marrow, Mike. So yeah. that's my that's kind of our approach, you know, that we do we recognize that, we understand that, but we also see that it's it's, you know, the effectiveness of God's word is still as ever as great as it ever was, you know. So
0: and you mentioned this year's speaker that will be presenting the gospel is RB. Tell us a little bit about him.
1: Oh God, RB is a world evangelist and, you know, he's helped a lot of the NFL power five teams for years. And, um, uh, he has a wonderful gift to speak to athletes, coaches, but his gospel message, you're going to seem like it's very similar to Jeff It's a similar dial, but it's different. And, um, He's got uh, a book called out called Breaking the Chains, but he, I mean, he's called, He, I've seen him in this environment, you know, with lo- the lost. He's called to the lost. There's no question, and he, and he is a gospel, soul-winning man of God that is in the right position at the right time, at the right event, and um, he's, uh, God, I don't know, 6'3". 260 pounds of just pure muscle you know <laughs> he's a big man he's a so very uh... strong and and i think he played pro football but he's you know he's communicating he's like Shep. he's a, just like frank and Shep. he is called anointed to preach the gospel and it's and he's going to be i know it'll be used to, that those 700 plus kids or coaches are going to pull out the best you know what god puts in rv that night we're in we're in for a treat
0: Well, not only is RV going to be there, but then you've got this other kind of well-known speaker that is going to be involved in that night as well. Tell us about this uh, late-breaking news.
1: Yeah, the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier, has joined our lineup. And what I love about this, and, you know, we have a two-slot program. You know, you have your gospel, and then we always save that 15, 20 minutes for another speaker. And I love this because Coach Spurrier is going to talk about leadership. You know, and there'll be 50-plus coaches in that room. And I think Steve knows a little something about winning, you know. and Just a I'm little sure bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Heisman <laughs> Trophy winner and after the championship, it goes on and on and on. So I just think it was wonderful to bring, you know, and he's mentioned, I want to stay involved with FCA. This is from coach's mouth, you know, the head ball coach's mouth, you know, that he loves FCA and he wants to continue to stay involved. So we found an opportunity for him. We reached out and he, and he responded. So I think he's going to have some really good uh, leadership lessons. And, and he, you know, he, he's been working with athletes for years. And and um, so I think he's going to do wonderful, you know, in that 15, 20-minute time spot on leadership and, you know, winning the right way. And I'm excited about hearing him. I really am, you know. And I think he's going to see FCA today. And I, I believe it's going to be encouraging for him, too, not just our kids and our coaches, but I I can't wait for him to walk out, you know, cause he really doesn't know how many, you know, there's going to be a lot of people there and, and it's just, you know, I'm excited for, for both, for both us and for him.
0: I'm expecting you to be a capacity crowd that night with uh, speakers like this, with RV and also with, sure. Uh, Steve Spurrier, you know, we had uh, Coach Spurrier at before you uh, got here. He was at the Santa Fe River Ranch for a couple of years, and I had a chance to meet him there. And uh, I ran sound for that event back in the day, and awesome. boy, he was so much fun to listen to and very nice yeah. to talk with. Yeah. And so I'm looking forward to connecting with him again at this <laughs> event.
1: Yes, me too, Mike. And we we are excited and grateful for you to be on site doing interviews. So. I know that interview with Coach purr is really going to be a powerful one. and uh, So thank you, Mike, for all you do, and not just for us in FCA, but in, you know, in, in the uh, Orlando, Gainesville, and the surrounding counties, and we're super excited to have the Shepherd and have you and your team a part of this, Mike. You wow. know, so thank you.
0: You certainly are welcome, and I'm going to love it there at Westside Baptist, and that's where the event, we haven't given the date for this yet. It's Thursday night, August the 3rd, and it starts with dinner at five o'clock. The program will happen at six 30. Now, when we talk about dinner, uh, that's uh that's kind of a cool little menu we have going on there. Tell everybody about what's going to happen for those that are, are, are coming to this.
1: Yeah. You know, there's an outside experience and an inside experience, you know, so once 5 PM starts, the sunnies will have all their trucks out there and they're going to have a various menu of chicken and ribs. They really, really go all out, you know, and, you know, that's the way they're going to be able to show their love and, and their faith. And there'll be games and cornhole and music and all that stuff. And, you know, six o'clock, they get an hour out there to eat and enjoy themselves, you know, in their jerseys. And we got girls volleyball, college volleyball, football. Yeah, I mean, all it's cool, you know, that this teams that are going to be represented, plus the FCA members. And then six o'clock, it takes a half an hour to get 700 and, 50 or 30 or maybe 800, who knows, from point A to point B. So we'll we'll uh, cattle everybody in and, and, and start at 630 sharp. So, But I'm really excited. It's nice to know that uh, we're going to be able to provide with our partner, Sonny's, provide a wonderful meal uh, for those coaches and those athletes and, you know, those other students and FCA members.
0: So for FCA lovers that would like to come and see this event, is there room left?
1: Uh, we are at capacity. Now, there is a donor uh, opportunity on our website at North Central Florida, uh, FCA.org where if you want to sponsor a bus to, to help kids hear the gospel or you want to put mm-hmm. goodies, you know, help us put Bibles in their bags or, you know, something of that nature. There's options there. So we could probably take a couple business individuals at this point, but. We are we are maxed out. Oh my goodness! Players, so congratulations on that, my friend. Well, praise the Lord. I'm excited for the kids. You know, this is what we want. This is why we're here, and to provide these opportunities. You know, I
0: remember being there last year, and you had uh, just done. You did such a wonderful job of lining up all these coaches and getting to hear their stories. We're going to hear in our last segment with Noah, we're going to hear a little bit more about the role of the coach and how the FCA serves these coaches, as well as the students in the huddles and the different Mm -hmm. clubs that go on. We'll talk about that in a moment. But uh, again, going back to this event that is held, this is the third annual kickoff classic here for uh, for this area and you mentioned that you're at capacity now the people at west side they have just bent over backwards to help you guys and they have one of the largest auditoriums in all of north central florida and these people there i think of asa walker i love that guy he's so much fun been on my program a number of times these people have really been helpful to the vision of fca right
1: no doubt you know you're you're giving me an opportunity to brag on Westside Baptist and Asa has been spearheading this event and he saw the value and, you know, he's been involved in sports ministry himself and he knows the value and he's got a heart, really does have a wonderful heart for our community as their outreach director and uh, him and his team are just amazing. You know, and it takes to, to be able to pull this off, you got to have a team, you know, and, 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 you know, David Chauncey, their lead pastor is really, um, is excited about it too, so it's nice to know that uh, it's being celebrated. And and we're you know this is what happens when when you get teamwork, you know, when you get collaboration of those type of things, the kids win or the coaches win. So I'm, I'm very grateful for Westside, uh, all their hard work and their you know them seeing of the value, you know, and taking a lost young men and women off the street that has no faith background and giving them the chance, same opportunity that we had, Mike.
0: I love to shine the light on something good that's happening. We hear bad news all the time in this culture. Noah Wilbanks and FCA, well, they're part of the good news, and I'm grateful for it. We'll be back with Noah with one more segment. This is Afternoons with Mike. E.C. Waters Air Conditioning and Heat serves all your comfort needs. With over 40 years experience, E.C. Waters is a top-trained comfort specialist, earning customers for life with integrity. No wonder EC Waters Air Conditioning and Heat has earned a 4.6 or higher out of 5 rating and reviews across all major online platforms. For all your comfort needs, call 407-603-9144 or visit ecwaters.com. An enjoyable chat today with Noah Wilbanks talking about the big event that's coming up, the Fall Football Classic, and it's going to be August the 3rd, and that's coming right up. My goodness, it's almost here. And RV Brown is going to be speaking along with coach Steve Spurrier. It's going to be held at Westside Baptist and it's at capacity right now. And you mentioned uh, the number of kids. Tell that number again, how many you're expecting?
1: You know, we'll probably have anywhere from seven to 800 coaches and athletes. You know, if all goes well on the, on the paper, that's what we have. And, um, you know, Mike, I mean, we know he left the 99 just for the one, you know, but if you have the opportunity to reach that many, you got to take advantage of that opportunity. Yeah. You know, and that, those yeah. are some things. That's what I share. I said, the Lord celebrates one. The Angels rejoice in heaven over one. But if you can have that kind of ability, opportunity to do something in your community and God's lined it up, you need to do it. Yeah. We need to do it. So that, those are our thoughts.
0: Well, I just think this is such a beautiful occasion and it kind of in a real way gives the new school year the kind of kickoff that uh, can really make a difference for these kids lives because they've come some of them I remember they've they just kind of got on the bus after practice Uh, After the school day, they had not gone home yet or anything because it starts at five o'clock and these kids are showing up in their jerseys and and they're there. They're excited. A lot of them. This might be the first time for some of these high school football players that they've ever heard the gospel. We just don't know. I mean, people could be uh, in that boat. And I remember there were a bunch of people that came forward last year.
1: Uh Yeah, you've got four, four new teams. You've got uh, Eastside, Gainesville, Bronson, Chiefland, and you have Santa Fe girls' volleyball, uh, Williston state champs, uh, Williston ch- state champs uh, girls' volleyball, Williston state champs basketball. Yeah, I mean, it's, and plus you got to think of it like this you got new kids coming in every year, kids graduating every year. So it's a constant cycle of some yeah. new faces and some old faces. So here yeah, we are.
0: That's right. Well, let's talk a little bit. Let's go back to that subject, which I had mentioned earlier about coaches. And again, we know that your own story that you shared in segment one about the <clears throat> influence and the impact that your coach really became for you, uh, the role of mentoring that these coaches play. You mentioned a statistic that I completely concur, uh, apart from their parents Coaches are one of the most important influencers in the lives of these athletes. And you get to serve not only the athletes, but these coaches. So, so give us a little bit about what it's like for you on an ongoing basis, Noah, to work with this group of coaches.
1: Oh, it's great. I mean, you can just, um, you're speaking to the heart of the leader, you know, heart of the leader. And you understand that, uh while they're trying to coach and win games, they're still trying to go home and be family members, you know, and then love their families or, you know, and I, we try to take that. And we, we try to, we take that in, in retrospect. Right. So, and the cool thing is, as you walk with these coaches and help them grow closer to the Lord, you know, it's going to change the way that they, they talk to their kids the community, the way they handle their classrooms, the way they handle their families. So you know, um, it's powerful. I love all our staff to take a couple coaches and make sure that they're disciple and one on one. You know, Jesus took twelve, top twelve, preached to the multitude, but those twelves went out and built that church, you know, and built the churches, you know, so there's it's a great thing and they need it, you know, it can get lonely, you know, being coaches sometimes too. And um, you know, this is just the way this is strategically how the Lord is using FCA mm-hmm. and uh and I just love to see coaches grow closer to the Lord. And we provide a lot of resources for them. You know, we have retreats for them, marriage retreats. And um, we'll continue to to focus on the tip of the spear, you know, which, which are those coaches. And, you know, and, and we help them with the vision of you're doing all these things physically for your players. But what are we doing spiritually? Because they're only going to be under your care for three, four, five years, possibly, right, or two years. Why are they under your care? What kind of eternal impact are we going to make? And they love, those are the core questions I like to ask them.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and then that allows us to come alongside with them and provide devotions and chapels and, you know, those things. You
0: mentioned something about your own life and, and that of your wife, that the two of you are kind of in a real way missionaries right here in the United States and you know we think of missionaries we often think of foreign missionaries but you do home missions and that's a, a there is a real tangible way that people can get involved in helping you do what you do and i know exactly. that you kind of raise your own support for this job isn't that right
1: yeah i'm a local missionary under the banner of FCA 18 years and we you know i live praise god you know through the faithful financial support of individuals like yourself. And, uh, you know, if you heard something today that the Lord moved your heart and, and, um, see the value of what we're doing here of, um, training and discipling, uh, coaches and reaching the loss, you know, and mm-hmm. the athletes through the school system. And it's a nine month mission trip, you know, when school starts, we call it a nine month mission trip. and
0: That's right.
1: You know, it's a large portal. And, you know, we feel that today, the, One of the greatest uh, American mission fields is the school system, and the Lord's given us favor and access, and we're there. You know, myself and our staff team and our volunteers, and if something's moved your heart today on the the show, you can make a difference. You can go to our website and find my name. You can support me individually. You can support one of our other staff, or you can support the whole area. So thank you for your consideration and prayerful consideration, and thank you, Mike, for the opportunity.
0: Give us that website.
1: Yes, sir. It's www.northcentralfloridafca.org. That's flfca.org after North Central.
0: And so um, is North Central spelled out?
1: Yes, sir. North Central spelled out the way it is, and then it's flfca.org, and you can go to the donation link and have the options. I'm um, Noel Banks. I serve as your director here for the region, and then there's other options too uh, on that site. Um, on the donation page to make a difference. So thank you.
0: You certainly are welcome. You know, I think about what uh, you talked about that being sent for nine months, you have four years with most of these kids in high school, and then they're in a real way sent out. They're going to be missionaries one way or the other yeah. for one side or the other. And I'm grateful. I've said it so many times, I really mean it. The FCA group, the whole ministry of FCA, is one of the most effective parachurch ministries going alongside churches that I've ever been a privilege to work with. I just love the work you do and the favor that God has given FCA. Noah, that's got to be recognized even in a woke culture like what we are living in right now. You can see God's favor on FCA over so many other groups that aren't quite as effective, I think, in uh, maintaining what you guys do.
1: Yeah, we're very grateful. You know, we've we've uh the lord's given us a lot of grace a lot of favor and um and that's trust right if we're getting that type of access favor and grace then there's trust there's trust you know that we're going to go out and be the hands and feet of our lord and savior you Mm -hmm. know and that's that's done through student leaders that's done through volunteers that's done through coaches it's done through pastors who you know want to be character coaches for all the above so Mm -hmm. you know um with that kind of access grace and favor comes responsibility, you know? And so that's the way we, we, we like to to think, treat it, and go about our day. You know, if, let's go Colossians 3, 23, whatever we do work with all our heart is working for the Lord.
0: Well, tell us a little bit about how it is that you're able on an ongoing way, because I know you get them during the summertime before they begin the school year, you are constantly encouraging coaches. Tell us a yes. little bit about what some of the particular challenges that these coaches are facing uh, as we start this school year for fall of
1: 23? Oh, well, I mean, the pressure to win, you know, I mean, a lot of them really have good intentions, you know, and they all want to win. Not all of them can win, you know, and then the pressure of parents, you know, not playing certain kids, you know, then the pressure's at home, just not being at home. I mean, they're, they're scared. They're like military. They, they work like the military, you no, know, they so. Do. Yeah. So those are the real, you know, I think from divorce rates, the highest ones, and I believe, hopefully that's coming down the last two years, are military and coaches. And a lot of that has to do with them just not being home. You know, and I've, I've worked at the college level and the high school level and still do it, you know, at a smaller, small point. But those are a lot of things where they really, you know, and I think the Lord sees that and, and he, you know, realizes, um, Oh, I can use this FCA ministry to get to to get to my guys, you know, and, and gals, you know, to get my guys and gals. And so he's he's raising up leaders. So those are the conversations I hear a lot, you know, over the years with the Austin's, you know, and and even and through that the Lord can work in wondrous ways and and he has. And he'll continue to do so. Mike. I believe it.
0: I believe it. And I'm excited about it. The event that we've been talking about it's at capacity. So what we are asking you to do now, our listeners who are hearing this that would like to get involved is to donate to this incredible ministry, FCA, uh, maybe become a sponsor of that evening. And there are ways that you can do that by going to the website uh, for North Central FL. Uh, I'll let you give it. I don't want to blow the the website. Give us that website one more time.
1: Yes, our North Central uh, You can go. You can see our flyer and under that you can support a the link. Or if you've heard something in the story today, where um, you can go to the donation link. You can help me personally as a missionary, or you can help the area. Whatever the Lord may lead uh, may, may lead you by His Spirit. And thank you again for all your prayerful consideration. I thank the Shepherd Radio and Mike Gillen for his leadership and. Um, if you are a business leader, we do have some spots open for some business leaders. If you're not able to make it, <clears throat> then you also can also pray, you know, for us to be a wonderful night and it's going to be a big night for a lot of young men and young
0: women. I think it's a life changing night for all of these kids that are coming in again, friends. I just want you to, uh, to look through the eyes of what I've seen happen for just a moment. It's what I like about uh, radio, Noah, is that it's yeah. the theater of the mind. So I'm giving right now a description. These kids, they are getting on their buses in their different counties, and they're coming in to West Side Baptist for this kickoff classic. Not having, many of them, not having any idea that their life is gonna be impacted not only by cool people like Coach Spurrier and R.V. Brown, but more importantly by Jesus. Jesus, as the gospel is presented clearly and giving them an opportunity, giving them an opportunity to come down and accept the Lord and yeah. seeing hundreds of them do that. It, it's yeah. just so exciting. And this yeah. is a great night. So you can become involved in, in something wonderful. And I hope that uh, you you do. And I'm looking forward to being there. We'll have the shepherd microphone sitting out there in the lobby at West Side. And, uh, if it's going to be like last year, man, you had my dance card of interviews filled up.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. We'll, we're going to do that again too. And you'll, you're going to get uh, a great interview there with the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. So oh,
0: that's so far,
1: awesome. I think it'd be great too, to talk to RV. Cause you're going to realize we've got another, you know, heavy hitter power, you know, power, man, a God that's going to be able to share, you know, God's truth and love. And, uh, you know, I think what's really helped what's uh, that? me w- with this is just you, Mike, telling the audience as a, someone that is there experiencing the event and seeing it, it's not, you know, you're not looking from the outside in, you're a part of this event. You're going in and watching the kids, the hundred kids walk, you oh, know, the yeah. people, oh. all the 70 plus coaches get on the, get on the, uh. Stays when the kids pray you were there. And I think that's what's really made this particular show very effective because they're not just hearing it from me, um, but they're hearing it from you, you know, so thank you
0: you're certainly welcome i'm looking forward to being there again that's thursday night august the third friends be praying for noah Wilbanks and his entire team at the fca north central florida they need all the prayer they can get we're fighting a battle for the souls of young people across north central and central florida so Mm -hmm. please join the fight pray if you will for noah and the team And if you can give, as we've discussed already. Noah Wilbanks, it's always a joy. Looking forward to seeing you on the third, my friend.
1: Thank you, Mike. I appreciate your time. You got it.
0: And friends, thanks for joining us here on another program Afternoons with Mike right here on The Shepherd.